Welcome to the Faith and Investing Podcast, brought to you by the Eventide Center for Faith and Investing. We are an educational initiative of Eventide Asset Management, where our aim is to inspire an authentically Christian practice of modern investing. This podcast features conversations with thought leaders in the space of faith and investing, and also functions as an audio digest of the articles we feature in our online journal at faithandinvesting.com. Welcome back to the Faith and Investing Podcast. I'm Matt Gallion, the Associate Director for the Eventide Center for Faith and Investing. Many people invest for the purpose of retirement. But what if we have the wrong idea about retirement in the first place? What if the very idea of retirement, that is, leaving work behind to enjoy a permanent vacation, is not actually God's design for our lives? What are God's purposes for our later years, and how should that shape a more holistic vision for investing? Today, we're kicking off a three-part series to address these essential questions. This series on retirement and investing is written by Jeff Hainan. Jeff is the founder of the Denver Institute for Faith and Work and the author of An Uncommon Guide to Retirement, Finding God's Purpose for the Next Season of Life. Here is Jeff reading the first article in his series entitled The Trouble with Investing for Retirement. The Trouble with Investing for Retirement, Part 1 Wake up and live in Sun City for an active way of life. Wake up and live in Sun City, Mr. Senior Citizen and Wife. Don't let retirement get you down. Be happy in Sun City. It's a paradise town. In post-World War II America, this Del Webb jingle was one of many popularizing not just retirement communities, but an idea that quietly sits underneath most investing in the United States the hope of a blissful, carefree retirement. Though we rarely connect the behemoth of the American stock market to images of graying hair, shuffleboard matches, and Florida swimming pools, we should. Underpinning nearly all investing is a vast web of IRAs, mutual funds, and financial instruments that are sold to the public with promises of a utopian retirement where every day is a vacation. Invest enough, and you too can have the dream. But today, major voices are calling for a sweeping reconsideration of how we think about aging and retirement. Joanne Jenkins, CEO of AARP, recently wrote in Barron's that as Americans are living longer and longer, the idea of a permanent vacation at age 65 or earlier seems less and less appropriate. She noted that most 65-year-olds today will live into their 90s. That's an awfully long vacation. Nevertheless, most Christian investors fail to ask this most essential question. Exactly what vision of the future is actually driving my investing behavior? The problem with investing for retirement. Retirement as the driving motivation for investing needs to be challenged. In fact, there are a host of problems with retirement as the principal motivation for investing. The fear-greed combo. Will I have enough for retirement? This subtle fear in two opposed manifestations, lurks around the edges of countless articles on Yahoo Finance or MarketWatch. It causes workers to stash away increasing amounts of money in order to survive a retirement that could last 20, 30, or even 40 years. And most know that they're sorely behind what they should be investing. The result is that more and more Americans, contemplating longer lifespans and growing doubts about Social Security, are afraid they won't have enough money to see them through old age. But there's another version of this fear. For those who have amassed meaningful resources, they contemplate the rather considerable cost of the retirement idea that they've been sold. 
Its high points are periodic trips to exotic destinations and African safari next month, followed before long by a leisurely cruise down the Rhine or a tour of the Tuscany vineyards. In between are the ordinary days of golf, cocktails at the country club, punctuated by regular lunch and shopping trips with friends. Throw in the occasional trip to Disneyland with the grandchildren, and even those who've saved a good deal feel anxious about affording the retirement that they've imagined. It is this combination of fear and greed, often bound together, that actually drives much of our investing. The net result is a largely unquestioned drive to accumulate more and more, motivated by the sense that enough seems always farther down the road. The task of stockpiling assets to last for decades in retirement often then obscures seeing investing as God intends, as a means of providing capital to businesses to enlarge human flourishing. What's left is a focus on maximizing returns in portfolios that often fail to assess the consequences of a company's impact in the lives of others. To work is to be human. God worked for six days and rested for one, baking into the created order a rhythm of work and rest that's as natural as the rising and the setting of the sun, Genesis 2.2. Yet our modern notion of retirement evidences a quite different understanding. Instead of the biblical idea that work and rest should exist in an ongoing balance for as long as God gives us strength to serve, we have embraced the idea that at age 65 or earlier, our working life is over to be followed by permanent life of leisure. Most retirees experience frustrations and disappointments over the course of their careers. No doubt more than a few feel the truth of Ecclesiastes. The work that is done under the sun is grievous to me, a chasing after the wind. Verses Chapter 2, verse 17. They are understandably eager to swap commutes and deadlines for long walks and happy hour in the 19th hole. Yet many more feel they still have much to contribute well into their later years, a feeling that is crowded out by the retirement entertainment complex that prizes pleasure over productivity. They also report missing the sense of purpose and human community that work provided. Unfortunately, our public systems built around retirement have created a sharp cliff, disconnecting work over a lifetime from a vision of human flourishing in one's later years. Retirement doesn't satisfy. Many are coming to realize the vision of retirement as a never-ending vacation simply doesn't satisfy. I'd done all the preparation except to really think about what life was going to be like, said Sue Ellen King, a care nurse and educator at the University of Florida, in a New York Times feature. In her first three months of retirement, she organized photos, took a trip to Hilton Head, and enjoyed a good many long lunches. But after a brief honeymoon period, she said she felt more and more drift. Many swapped the feeling of meaninglessness in work for meaninglessness in retirement, a phenomenon a growing number of Christian financial advisors see regularly. Retirement isn't healthy. One BBC study found that retirement can increase chances of clinical depression by 40%. And retirement often accelerates aging as people disconnect from purpose, often driving up health care bills well before the actual onset of old age. Conversely, another study found putting off retirement can keep your brain sharp for longer. The majority can't afford the retirement dream. For a growing number of Americans, the retirement dream is a mirage, like the proverbial pot of gold at the end of a vanishing rainbow. In 2019, Savings in the average retirement account totaled just $65,000. 25% of Americans had no savings at all, and 28% of those in their 60s had less than $50,000. Many believe retirement is actually exacerbating the yawning economic and social divides of America, splitting those who own public equities from the 45% who own no stocks at all. 
Now, retirement, of course, is not all bad. It was formalized in the U.S. with the passage of the Social Security Act of 1935, which had as its original intent the care for the elderly poor in post-Depression America. Indeed, a Christian, Francis Perkins, helped to pass the New Deal out of concern for the vulnerable. Today, though, the very idea of retirement has metastasized. It provides the foundation for much of our investing, yet overall, it tends to diminish rather than enlarge the human flourishing that God intends. How then should Christians think about retirement? Join us for part two, A Biblical Perspective on Retirement. Thank you for listening to the Faith and Investing Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe, share with a friend, or rate and review us on your podcast app of choice. Your rating and review allows more people to discover helpful resources on faithful investing. To find out more about the Eventide Center for Faith and Investing, visit us at faithandinvesting.com. This communication is provided for informational purposes only and was made possible with the financial support of Eventide Asset Management, LLC, an investment advisor. Eventide Center for Faith and Investing is an educational initiative of Eventide. Information contained herein has been obtained from third-party sources believed to be reliable.